What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode from Broadway to Belmont. I'm your host, Krista Selms, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in, say hello. What's up? Good to be back. Happy holidays, everybody. How was your Thanksgiving? Happy belated Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes. Uh, and and Merry Christmas. Merry early Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry happy early Hanukkah. <laughs> happy everything. early Kwanzaa. Happy everything. I can't fucking speak. <laughs> I'm fumble fucking my words. 20 hey, seconds into the podcast, so minus two one weeks. already. Demonetized. As if we got any money from this anyway. <laughs> I wish. But yeah, good to be back. You have a good, are- good holiday. I did. Um didn't do like anything too crazy um yeah. but uh, it was just nice to kind of have um a couple days off like consecutive days off um oh yes not <laughs> not having to worry about work uh the, and like so it wasn't, nice. the, wasn't the weekend so it was pretty nice yeah um, thanks for playing what about yours good yeah same thing slept being off work got that wednesday off too prime you steph to um steph and if if, if Anyone doesn't know if I've I've probably have name dropped her in episodes, but I think like multiple um, times. <laughs> but in case in case you need a refresher, Stephanie, who is my my lovely girlfriend, um, she um she had all last week off. She had Wednesday, Thursday, nice. Friday off, and um she had the PTO days. She she took Monday and Tuesday off as well. So she had the whole Genius. last week. She had all of last week off. So she had like a, from last Saturday to this Sunday, like an eight day, just That's, not working. Yeah, do was, it. She was she was living the life, but um, yeah. Otherwise, it was pretty good to be back in Jersey. Did, did you do anything for Thanksgiving Eve? No, I'm not a good, I'm not good a, man. Uh, good a man. Thanksgiving Eve guy. I don't really want to see. Uh, all due respect to some of my friends from high school, I still friends with some of them. Don't want to see most of them, to be honest. <laughs> so that's okay. I don't need to go out on Long Island. It's all right. I had a good time watching the Islander game. My Wasn't there, was but. Jake yeah. Jake was there with his with his girlfriend, um, which is funny. And and I don't if Jake listens to this, he'll probably get a chuckle. But um, Steph and I were at trivia once, and his girlfriend and one of his friends met up with us uh, as they were going back to his apartment. And she was asking if we had Thanksgiving plans, um, <laughs> and we were like, "Yeah, we'll be home and stuff." She goes, "Oh, are you guys like are you going to come to the the Islanders game with us?" I'm like, "When?" And she's like, "It's on it's on uh, the day before uh, Thanksgiving." And I'm like, where is it? She goes, on Long Island. And I go, so you want me? I wish she said on. Yes. She goes, you want me to drive out all the way to Long Island (laughs) on Thanksgiving Eve. On the Bell Parkway. The the one, the drunkest night of the year and the highest like drunk driving night of the year. One, Long Island on a good day is like two and a half, three hours away from me. I'm like, do you realize you have to go through three separate (laughs) boroughs to get there? I think I might have told the story the last podcast, but or or at least to you post podcast. And and she's like, oh, my God, really? I'm like, yeah, no, there's no fucking chance I'm going to this game. I'm like, no. granted, it's Connor McDavid, but uh, or McDusty that game, but he didn't um, even score. Yeah, he he played like garbage that game. Yeah, um, so oh, that's funny. Uh, that was just that was funny. Good call. Good call I used I used to I used to be a Thanksgiving Eve guy. Um, I went out a couple times. I went out last year, the year before that, and then the year before that. I think, um, <laughs> like only only I only went out post college for Thanksgiving year. I never went out when I was like, when I just turned 21 or um, even my senior year of college, but a couple of years after I went out and then like after last year, I was like, this is my last one. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this again next time. I'm out. Totally. I'm totally fine with, with not going out one because yeah, it's the, it's the, 
seeing people you haven't seen in forever factor of it all. And like yeah. some of the people I see is great. Um, oh, yeah. like, but other people it's like, I don't even go like in places or two places that I would normally go to. Cause like a lot of these people do, I'll see during the summer. Cause a lot of the people that I know from high school or even college, like they still live in like, or around the New Jersey area. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to see you in the summer if I'm home and I go to like one of the, the shore bars that I go to. So it's like, I, I don't need to, but, um, yeah, after last year I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Uh, so pretty, pretty tame Thanksgiving. Uh, nonetheless, yeah. that's always a good thing though. Keep it nice and chill. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, not too much on the agenda right now. Um, uh, just some weekly no. recaps. I want to just jump into some stuff. I, I guess like one thing we'll get out of the way really quick. Cause it's really like non news at this point is Ryan Reeves, no longer part of the, uh, uh New York Rangers team. Um, he got traded on. Yeah. Essentially the glue guy's gone. Um, <laughs> hey, glue guys are important. Gotta have a glue yeah, guy. I don't necessarily know if he's like a glue. He was definitely a locker room guy and a personality for sure. Yeah. Um, and it seemed and it seemed like at least like Mika, you know, one of the leaders of the locker room, really liked having him around. So um, that's good to see there. But yeah, he got traded um, to Minnesota for a 2025 fifth round pick. Um, I didn't realize it. I know he had been scratched a couple of games, but um, it was eight of the last nine games he had been healthy scratched. Um, wear out a little bit. <laughs> and he was definitely a little annoyed about that. Um, and I heard he asked, or him and his agent requested a trade while they were in Los Angeles. LA, so, yeah. Um, it was a pretty quick turnaround. They were able to. I'm surprised like the, they even. It was like the next day. It was like the next yeah. 12 hours. <laughs> so, um, you know, good for him landing in Minnesota. You know, it's going to be him funny. Uh, seeing him and Nick Foligno uh, interact and, you know, he was already like welcomed with open arms. He got invited to a Thanksgiving dinner um, by, I think, uh, I think Spurgeon threw it, but um, I was surprised the Rangers got a fifth for him. You know, if you had told me, you know, they're going to trade Ryan Reeves and get a fifth, a fifth (laughs) for him. Granted, it's, it's three years away, but it's the fifth round pick. I would have been, I would have been like, hell yeah, dude, sign me the fuck up. A fifth round pick for a 35 year old Ryan Reeves. Sure. He stinks. Yeah, he's terrible. And it's like I had to kind of explain this to Steph's parents because because her mom wasn't aware that he had been traded. And I was like, yeah, no, he's he's not very good anymore. Um, And she goes, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I think he only has like 120 points in like his career. And he does. He only has like 118 points or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was time. I don't I I can't blame him for being I think he may be evaluates his skill level a bit too high, the fact. But then again, Minnesota's sure. playing him on the third line in the first game. So maybe maybe Reeves is on to something. But, you know, I feel like it was – you called it more than I did. I You thought he wouldn't last the first season, you know, maybe play 40 games. And I was like, no, I think he'll, I think he'll play the first year, which was right. And then I thought he'd be here for the next two years. And you said, no, I think he'll get traded. So it was a good run. You know, you got some good moments. You got the Shesty releases. You got – I was electric, yeah. Some, some good fights. But – uh you know, sometimes it's time to go and they can definitely hurt the locker room, but I think they'll survive. Yeah, I think um, I think the writing was kind of on the wall. And I think the way the team's built right now, um, he's just taking up a spot that, you know, you could kind of shuffle another guy in. Um, you got a lot of young guys on the team. So um, it, it's time to really uh, ask those guys to step up, get some minutes in because um, guys aren't going to develop if you just if you're, if you're healthy scratching your your young prospects so yeah um, good to get him out of out of there so uh loved him for when he was here you know i, I didn't love the trade initially i i you know was i uh, welcomed him with open arms um he didn't provide much on the ice but he provided a lot uh, in terms of laughs and and and, and culture and just exactly. some personality to the team so um 
you know, like he said, I was happy that he was able to take a bite out of the Big Apple while he was here, and now he's gone. Yeah, I mean, that's all there is. It's hope he does well in Minnesota, but, you know, the writing was on the wall. I wonder if he has any points in Minnesota. He has zero points this year, I think. Yep, he's got zero points, two penalty minutes in – Oh, you you sold him. You you gave him too much credit. He has fifty four career goals. <laughs> yeah, he's got a couple goals. One hundred fourteen points. Oh, jeez. So I was right on the money. I said one hundred. I I I said I think he's got one hundred eighteen. So you know, I was giving him some yeah. some extra apples here and there. <laughs> hey, fair enough. The most goals he ever had was nine in the misfit season. That was the was that the second season in in Vegas. That was the first. I think. Wait, let me see. Now I'm curious. Where is it? If this would go back in order, that would be lovely. <laughs> it was the first season in Vegas. Was he a misfit though? No, because they won in 2018, right? Yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a penguin that year. But regardless, he was kind of an honorary misfit in the end. Well, he was on. I think he was a first year guy on that team. Oh, no, he, he couldn't have been because it's it says he was in Pittsburgh in 17. Oh no, he was. He was. He got traded there. My bad. It had Vegas above Pittsburgh in the hockey DB list. He was traded there. So he wasn't misfit. So he was in that run. Yeah, 17-18. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize he played half more than yeah, like half the either. season um, in Pittsburgh. I knew he was on that team. But, yeah, his yeah his highest point total came that first – his first full year in Vegas. Yeah. 20 yep. points. Uh, most most point, Second most points in his career behind some junior years for him. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Good for, good for him for getting some playing time. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, cool. So, uh, not 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 much else besides some game recaps, and I'll, I'll let you start it off since you have. No, some I more. feel like the Rangers got some more. I feel like we should talk about your first point, your first bullet, the the panic button a little bit. I mean, that's the story. Uh, that's the story of the times right now in in New York. It's should the Rangers be panicking? Um, short answer, no. Um, Long answer, maybe. Long answer, we will reevaluate in <laughs> January. So um, I mean if you're at a final spot on January tenth, like you're saying, that's that's tough. I mean, people say Thanksgiving, then some people say New Year's. So I think after New Year's it's like Like I definitely like yeah, I definitely uh yeah, I think I saw a stat it's like wherever and they were, I think we're sitting third at or around Thanksgiving, they've definitely fought. They're in like fifth now. So I'm like, you know, they were third around Thanksgiving and now they're not. And everyone's like, oh, well, 75% teams at Thanksgiving make it to the playoffs. I'm like, you know, do I think they'll make the playoffs? Probably. Um, do I think they're going to be in the top three? No, they'll probably be a wild card team at this point. Um, kind of a reverse of, of last year um, where I was hoping they'd be a wild card this yeah, last year and, and a top three seed this year. Looks like they're going to be a, a wild card this year and a top three last year. So, um, no, I'd say right now I'm not hitting – I wouldn't say they need to hit the panic button right now um, more so than just it's, it's okay for um, – it's okay, I think, for fans – to be frustrated obviously it's very annoying what's going on right now for sure um because the team it just it's just something's just not clicking um and and what's weird is that like it's mostly all of the same team and the reason why i'm saying january 10th is kind of like the should we hit the panic button or not is that that's really like the start of the second half of the season and and, and you can make arguments that like yeah new like starting at the beginning of the new year like we should know whether we should be hitting the panic button or not or or before the new year um, I, I think if 
they can get go on a little bit of a run here, especially with like the the, the devastating news that came out of Pittsburgh today, um, who's sitting above New York yeah. right now um, in in that wild card spot. Yeah, they're you making know. a push too. That's gonna that's crazy. So it's like you know, I'll briefly touch on that. Yeah. So if, if you haven't haven't been paying attention or you didn't you didn't see it in the news, uh, unfortunately, Chris Chris Letang suffered another stroke. So I didn't realize this is the second stroke he's yeah he's had. 20, he, 2014. So before before my days of of, of, of really <laughs> paying attention, I didn't I didn't realize that. So super scary yeah. stuff for him. Hopefully Very you know scary. he's okay and his family are, are are okay and everything and um. You know, I really hope he's not trying to rush to get back on the ice. It's really important for him to, to kind of take care of everything that he needs to take care of. And, you know, if, if the writing's on the wall and, and, and he's not really um, eligible or, or ready to go anymore, I think, you know, put your health above. Um, no, no regrets sport. about that career. Great, yeah, you're, what, career, three, three, three cups. cups. Um, pretty good. City of Pittsburgh loves you. They'll probably retire his number. He's for definitely sure. like a Hall of Famer for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So um, he, he's got a storied career there. So hopefully he's okay. But yeah, I mean, if the Rangers could put a couple points here and there um, with their upcoming schedule, they play Ottawa twice. They're playing right now. They're up one nothing. They play Ottawa in Ottawa today, Ottawa on Saturday, Chicago. Um, and then, you know, they kind of have a tough schedule um, after that. But, you know, these are three, I think, winnable games for them. So, you know, if you, if you can put three together here and then maybe yeah. get four points out of the next eight points after that, I think they're in a, they're, they're they're back in a, in a in a good spot. I think they just need to find a they need to find their mojo again. There's just something about them right now. It's just something's just they it, they, they it feels like this team is um, like the the NBA players from Space Jam when they have <laughs> their powers taken away. It's like. They just all seem to have their powers taken away a little bit, and and granted, yes, I understand that. Like there was a lot of um, a lot of amazing things that happened last year. Do I expect yeah. Igor to put up almost a nine five save percentage this year again? No. Do I expect Kreider to hit fifty two again? We said it multiple times. I would just be happy if hit thirty. I was not expecting fifty, and if yeah. you, or if you're a fan who was expecting fifty from him again, you're a fucking moron. Um, Here's I think, my question, though, really quickly. It's like. Say last year went as we expected, you know, maybe the Rangers fight for a wild card spot and they miss by two points. Heartbreaker. But you say, hey, you know, we're coming out of this rebuild. We're looking good. We missed the playoffs. It's a shame, but we're right there. And then this season comes around and they're in the wild card fray. If last season didn't go as well, I think people are so much less mad about this season. Oh, 100, exactly. 110%. I think it's just the expectations which is what kind of the Islanders went through last year. They were Stanley, supposed to be Stanley Cup contenders, and they wound up missing the playoffs. So I think last year might have just overheated some people's expectations. And I think that the Rangers, quite frankly, in the rebuild, are right where they're supposed to be, maybe a little bit behind, only because the only thing I'm panicking on is that Kako and Lafreniere do not look good for a number one and number two pick right now. They just haven't been able to put together like other number one, number two picks. And that's not me calling the busts. I don't think we're in that territory yet at all. But – you look at guys like Jack Hughes and Owen Power, who are obviously Power's defensemen, but they're making a bit more, a lot more, in Hughes' case, of an impact at this point. Where you kind of expect them to take that next step this year, and they haven't, yeah. which is kind of concerning. But no, that, that's that's fair. And I think I saw a tweet kind of comparing um, Laugh and Kako to to Hughes since they were all um, yeah high picks. The thing I think that separates and the person's point overall was that the Rangers essentially just need a new skating coach. Because if you look at Jack Hughes, 
just his ability to skate, how much power and speed he gets compared to those two. He skates circles around them. So it's like, do I think skating's going to magically make them better players? No, but will I think it help them adapt to the oh, NHL course. game a lot better? Yeah, because I, I do think these guys are slower. Um, they, they're not as clean skaters as him. And I think his hockey IQ is is just as high as, as those two is. But, you know, he's just... Um, He's figuring it out a little bit better um, and yeah. using his, his size and speed and skating ability to, to help project him um, into conversation, into like heart conversations this year. Or, or yeah. you know, so um, I, I don't think right now I'm hitting the panic button yet for the Rangers. Being that, like the point I just said with like Pittsburgh and stuff, it's like the Rangers are sitting in fifth place. They're, they're, two points out of a wild card spot so it's like i think if they win tonight they're in pittsburgh's wild card spot so they're kind of and they're right behind um carolina too it's kind of like carolina pittsburgh and and the rangers they're they're within two games of each other um it's still really early you know we're still kind of hope like at this point i guess like hoping for and it's gonna happen i don't think the devils are gonna continue to be a a, a one a one digit loss team right now. Um, it's crazy, it's, man. And, and I'm surprised it, it didn't collapse as much. I mean, granted they did play the Rangers, but like when they lost, it was, they like, it was just handled so poorly by the fans. Like I'm surprised it didn't affect the players as much as like, I thought it was going to, because some, I'm like, it, was, it got one particular, so ugly. particular fan. Not going to name drop, but it's been facing a lot of backlash recently. But yeah, I'm surprised. And then they come out, and quite frankly, they come back to down to nothing against the Rangers. So good on them. But yeah, you know, I wouldn't panic necessarily. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not panicking yet. Skill to kind of keep it, keep it close at least. And I mean, you never know which teams kind of falter down the stretch. All you need is one of those teams, like Pittsburgh or the Islanders or the Devils, to go on a little bit of a losing streak and for five, six games and. You're right back in it. Yeah. Come back, to me, now. come back to me in a month and I'll have a better gauge of whether or not we're panicking. But as of right now, I would say no. Give it another month. See where they're at. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. But right now, it, it's not great, but I'm, I'm definitely not panicking. It's more frustration uh, than anything. Um, That's fair. But yeah. Since we last recorded, I think we recorded. Yeah. Uh, I think we recorded last two one or two Wednesday? wednesdays ago oh, i couldn't figure it out either but i don't know if we covered the seattle game they lost in overtime there i don't think we recorded i, I think, think we, we recorded did. the day before so um yeah so uh, a little bit of a, a west coast stretch for them they lose in overtime to seattle um heart heartbreaking uh Heartbreaking loss there. And then uh, they go on a two-game win streak, beating San Jose 2-1, uh, the Kings 5-3. Um, and they lose to Anaheim, giving Anaheim their first regulation win. That was um, tough one. That was tough one. You called that. You called that. I did say that, that I, I could see this team giving them their first win. Um, and I will chalk it up to they played the night before, and they had been playing. They played what one two three four they played five games in in six days so um uh, i'm chalking it up to that uh they lost to edmonton three uh so yeah that was the start of their losing streak back in new york um and and this is just what is is bothering people right now is they lose to edmonton uh four to three uh they're up three nothing after two periods you know they scored two goals in 35 seconds and then they just give up three in the in the in the third period and then that eventual that fourth um and it just kind of seemed like, or it felt like, 
I don't know like what happened, but um, oh yeah, I especially with that like the, that was bad. The, especially with the Truba clip where it's like the, the Drysaddle like pretty much like clowns him and knocks a stick out of his hand. I'm like, you, you just, gotta respond a little bit. <laughs> someone jump off the bench and fucking rip his head off or something. I mean, like even just Truba kind of just stood there and was just like blank stare. It's like when you're the captain making eight million dollars, and it could have been anybody else. Quite frankly, if you're losing. Four to three after blowing a three nothing lead, you gotta do something, or at least like give the guy a bit more of a hit than you normally would. Like that was bad. Yeah, that was a bad look. Pretty demoralizing there. Um, and then they lose the Devils, uh, five to three. I uh, made a little bit of a comeback. It was it was two it was two nothing early Rangers, and then the Devils scored two quickly. So after one, it was tied two two. Uh, the Devils scored two in the second period, and then um, the Rangers did come back. They had about six minutes left in the third period to try to get that fourth goal, but um, they ended up not being able to do that. Um, I forget who it was. Someone had an empty netter. That's why it was five to three. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't want to say they were ever like, oh, there you go. Rangers up two nothing. Who scored that? Uh, I think it was Lindgren. Oh, um, was stinks. Oh, they do. They do, they do stink. Oh, it's another deflection. Hey, it's a blanket in blue and orange. As, Come on. As 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 much as I dog Goodrow, he's got a decent amount of goals this year. Um, a lot of deflection goals too. I think he's almost <laughs> got like ten goals for like <laughs> a not great player. Deflection dog. Um, but um, yeah, the the other oh, they're crediting it to Gochi. I don't know if that's gonna stand. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, they 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 were never like out of the devil's game but they definitely like weren't ever really in it either um so lost there so i think as of right now if you get a win tonight you follow up with another win uh in new york on saturday and then you beat chicago which is i think a very you would hope very beatable team um you get six points you're right back in it and then i then i think you have a lot of people um cooling their jets a little bit now what scares me is the games after that Chicago game because then they got to play St. Louis, Vegas, Colorado, the Devils again, Toronto. Ooh. So that's a that's a five that's five games where it's it's Jesus. it's not great. Um, you know I don't think this is a team that can hold Colorado uh, the way they held them last time. Uh, shootout loss there. Um, St. Louis kind of up in the air. Uh, I got to talk to Strand. I don't know. Like they're playing well. Um, they're kind of finding their game. So much we'll better, yeah. There, um, Vegas is a, a pretty. They're a pretty solid team this year. Not gonna lie, there. They're, um, like, they're a pretty solid the second, team. Probably the second best team. Well, third best. I think it's Bruins and Devils and Vegas. I mean, they're Vegas is on the heater. Yes, they are. Uh, the Devils, I think you know, as, as they are, they are a good team. But maybe the Rangers are filled with a little piss and vinegar when they play them again, and uh, they could be a little, be a little more. Um, a little more energetic that game. Toronto, I, I don't really know. Toronto, I feel like is is be, definitely beatable this year. Uh, they're still a very good team, but there's everything going on with Murray right now. He looks a little rattled. Um, so I feel like if you rattle him, that's like the way to to beat um, that team. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, I don't want to go too far in advance. But yeah. um, they got they got a little stretch here to get some points. Um, then you know, next five games, I think. Their goal should just be to get as many points as they can, um, and uh, and we'll, we'll take it from there. I, I, I again, the overarching point is I don't think we should be panicking yet, but um, 
I definitely think we'll know soon if we should be panicking. And, and, and if we are, you know, two first rounders this year. So let's, let's use them wisely. <laughs> there you go. Hey, and, and get fair enough. And, and uh, as much as I am like a get Barry back to New York, cause he said he does want to coach. Oh, original 16, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him. I would not want him. Cause I think essentially, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know if it's, if, it's the right style. I, do you want to win a cup now? Probably trots. If you're thinking about the future with your young players, it's probably not trots. And with that, with that being said, it's probably not Gallant either. <laughs> no, because here's the thing: like I feel like him and Gallant like have very similar styles of coaching. Trots is just a better coach, like by far. <laughs> trots is better. Like ultimately, like is better, but like they do have like I feel like a similar style in which yeah. they coach. Oh, so for I'm sure. Like, I don't know. I would. I mean, I would love Barry behind the bench. Like, don't yeah, get me wrong. That would, that would break but, my heart. <laughs> but like, I was like thinking about it because I'm like, okay, so if if Gallant gets fired, you know, at the end of this season, who who do they bring in? I think you know, Trotz is obviously someone they're probably calling. I don't think Tock gets the answer, so you, you shouldn't really rely on calling him. Like, what? Who are? Who are like guys that might be assistants that are younger that, that are little open minded that that would fit? You know, I'm thinking. I don't think the Rangers like, should do that. After they were, I think, think if they were going to do a younger coach. It's, I mean, they they tried that Quinn experiment, so I don't think they go. My thing with Quinn though again. is like he had very what he like. I think he had limited NHL experience. Like they're going to want. Oh, he's coach in college. Yeah, he never even. And he's a college coach. I'm saying, like, who's a young guy that's currently behind the bench on an NHL team? Andrew Brunette. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, would they reach out to him? Like, would he leave New Jersey right now? It's like, it's a very uh, he for, spot. He has a clause on his contract that says, hey, if I get a head coaching job, I'm allowed to leave. So I'm like, yeah, like, like it, it wouldn't be the worst option in the world, I don't think. I don't think Galant um, gets fired unless next season starts bad. It, it's the classic Galant. Two years, overachieved first year, mess second year, fired third year. Always happens. It's crazy. Yeah. I predict, you know, yeah, he's as predictable as like Elena Vino in in uh, yeah. Philly. When he got hired, I'm like, this is, <laughs> he is not going to see the end of this contract. And yep. you guys are going to hate Carter Hart by the end of this. <laughs> or you're going to hate him for hating Carter Hart. Um, Who's kind of turned it around and looks pretty solid now. So, uh, you know, had a great game last I'm, night. I'm, 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 eat, I'm eating crow for for saying, you know, could he be a backup somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Daddy. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the Rangers news. Um, I know the Islanders are kind of red, red hot. Yeah, you know the Islanders do not look too bad. But uh, just to backtrack very quickly, um, before the good things happen, the bad things happened. I think we recorded last two weeks ago, so. The day, the day after we recorded, they played the Predators, which was a 5-4 to four loss. I think they hit six posts. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life, quite frankly, how many posts they hit. Very winnable game, but they played terrible, so whatever. Next game, Dallas, 5-2 loss. Um, total random side note, Jason Robertson is a dog. The guy he is, is a fucking maniac. He's dude. a menace. And what's crazy is that like he had really no conditioning like or no preseason 
before the season started. He held yeah. out. They finally caved and paid him. And he's got the most points. In, I think him and McDavid have the most points in the league right now. Pretty much. I mean, the guy's almost a goal for a game. It's nuts. God bless that he's on my fantasy team. But uh, the Stars beat us, unfortunately. But, you know, you come back and you went four in a row. Down to nothing against Toronto. Or, sorry, um, was it two nothing? Sorry, down 2-1 late against Toronto. Bailey gets a tying goal. Bovillier with a nice snipe on the winning goal. Next Fuck. game, <laughs> Ottawa score. Uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> the classic live reaction. Uh, next game, uh, the one that you know I think it's hilarious that Jake got to see in person. Islanders 3-0 winning against Edmonton. Fantastic game. Sorokin with 50 saves, which was just a beauty. Peugeot had two goals, a shorty and a... Power play. Power play is rolling, by the way. They're, they're like, in the last month, they're, like, second in the league, I think. Like, they're scoring, like, almost every other chance. It's kind of nuts for the Islanders especially. But that'll cool off. Um, going to Columbus, get another win. Late goal by Nelson. Love to see it. Columbus only got their two goals on a week five-on-three call. The refs called two penalties at once. Neither of them were penalties. It was a joke. But that was long enough ago that I don't care anymore. And then uh, the game I went to Saturday against the Flyers was a awesome game. 2-2 going into the third, and the Isles get three in the third, two within 22 seconds of each other, and then there was a massive brawl, which was sick. It was, I mean, Romanov weighed his clean hit, basically after the game, which I kind of loved, and I figured, I don't think I told you this or sent you this, but you would like it too. Romanov was like, yeah, man, like I just, paraphrasing, of course, I just hit people, and like people are so soft nowadays that they can't take a big hit, and everybody's got to fight after it. <laughs> I was like, I love it. I love that mindset. So he got he he made a big hit on somebody. The Laurier basically jumped him and started pummeling him. And then it was kind of a scrum. And then Tony D'Angelo, our favorite player, came over and just sucker punched oh, Oliver Wallstrom. And then obviously, of course, by the infamous Twitter clips, got ragdolled by Wallstrom. You know, just slammed to the ice, punches thrown. And then he was out for the next game against Philly, which I think was hilarious. But, you know... Just an awesome game, awesome atmosphere. Um, the crowd is rocking. I think probably Thanksgiving weekend has something to do with it. But, you know, great time at UBS. It's my first time there since early, maybe January last year. So almost a year. And it was my first win I saw there since game six against the Bruins. So <laughs> that should tell you something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the honors look good. Obviously, there's not too much trouble in – the town right now. So tough game against Philly last night. You know, they lost two to one. They had a one, nothing lead early. Sorry, three to one with an empty netter gave up a shorty. Hayes had another goal. Hard played a good game. Islanders look sluggish. It is what it is. You know, you can't win them all. So not a couple too scraps too. a couple scraps. Yeah. Stick taps two, for that. Two scraps in the first seven seconds. You love that. Just bad blood spilling over, but you know, people are upset and panicking like always because Nobody knows how to control their emotions, and they're all acting like five-year-olds on Twitter, unsurprisingly. But, you know, if the honors will be fine, four out of five is pretty damn good. Um, they look good. You know, you beat teams like the Oilers and the Maple Leafs pretty convincingly that you're not too worried about it. So I'm going to shake last night off. I'm going to brush it off. And, um, you know, power play looks good. Pajot looks good. Aho looks good. I don't know if we talked about it since – Last time they brought up Simon Holmstrom, so he's played his first few games. He was the 2019 first round pick. So they got they got cool. brought up that he was coming up. Okay, yeah, I don't that was think about he it. Yet. Yeah, he looks good. I mean, he kind of reminds me of Josh Bailey, which is kind of funny, just because people hate Josh Bailey. But 
he's very smart. He's got a long reach, you know. He just makes he's making good plays, you know. I don't think he's ever going to be a dynamic scorer, but I think he's like your perfect third line penalty kill reliable guy in all situations. So I think that's awesome, and I'm happy for him. So it's good to see an Islanders prospect panning out. It's good to see an Islanders prospect being played. You love to see it. Um, Dobson, good as ever. The mush, completely on for the rest of time about the Dobson <laughs> trade. So he looks great as always. Um, yeah, I mean, I really, I, I, I know there's probably more that's happened over the last two weeks, but you know, you win. Four games in a row, you don't really have too much to talk or complain about. I mean, the comebacks have continued, minus last night. They've held leads well. I mean, Sorokin's like, God. I mean, he's kind of he's kind of playing like Shesterkin last year. I mean, he's playing that good, I think. I mean, he's crazy. I don't know if you've seen anything or have any opinion, but, I mean, he's been just nuts this year. Um, Sorokin's playing good hockey. I'll admit it. He's playing very good <laughs> hockey. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to admit it either. Um, the only <laughs> thing I have to say is I think um, if you are a thank you, if you are a, a podcast host on uh, that also covers hockey, and um, you say mid, especially <laughs> in terms of you know goaltending play and, and 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 teams, you're you're a hater and loser, which there are many of, and it's understandable, <laughs> um, especially. Um, yeah, I guess, um, yeah, Sorokin looks good. Um, near 40 year old saying dead ass and, and mid is, is lame, but Sorokin, Sorokin looks good right now. He is yeah. playing very, um, Shesterkin hockey, hockey right now. So, um, you know, I think he's definitely in, in conversations or should be in conversations for Vesna right now. Um, oh, for or at sure. least the front runner. Um, and yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens the rest of the year. Yeah, and I can also recognize that there are multiple games at this point, including probably the Oilers game, that the Islanders don't win if they have an average goalie in the cage. So you know, you you you, you, you give and take, right? I mean, it. I can't I can't bash the Rangers for being so historic and reliant last year, and then not recognize kind of the same things happening to the Islanders. Even though I think the Islanders team looks solid. Sorokin just gives them that extra push sometimes to mm-hmm. make a couple of goals saved above expected if you want to get fancy stats with it that they wouldn't normally have. So um, just what coming up, <laughs> the Islanders got a tough schedule coming up too. It's not going to be easy. Um, just looking ahead at the next week or so, they got Nashville, Chicago, obviously, hopefully you win that one. Then you got St. Louis, Devils, Hurricanes, Bruins, and then the Coyotes and the Knights. So, I mean, kind of very, honestly, a very similar schedule to the Rangers. So, I'm sure this will be a bit of a litmus test for both teams. I mean, the Islanders haven't fared too well against great teams this year. You know, they've, they've gotten some wins. I, I, I take that back, actually. They, they, they've done all right. But as of recent, you know, the Flyers' loss is concerning. The loss to the Predators last time was concerning, who always play us well. So, um, I'd say things are going pretty well. I mean, I really – just simply cannot complain about anything that's going on with the Islanders. You know, I'm glass half full. The, the, it was the summer of Lou. He had faith. I have faith. You know, the team looks good. It last year was a fluke. I'm I'm buying in. I'm all in. The cup parade <laughs> is happening. But now, please Earth. God, no. <laughs> it was too close the last two times until we were stopped by um, Mr. Pat Maroon, of course, who 
Loki gained some respect for me today for what he did. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, but I did. Yeah, love to see I mean, that. Fucking Jack Edwards. I hope fucking, he gets fired. He's, he's such a moron. Yeah, that guy stinks. But what a what an idiot. But yeah, so like, that's all that's going takes, on. I understand. He takes being a homer to like the next threshold, the furthest level possible. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's um, he, he sucks. I agree. Um, but yeah, no. Um, that's all I got. I got, I got nothing else either. I guess we could we could do guess sure. that player and then get the f <laughs> yes that player yeah Chris right, so I think we went first his, last time not hanging out he's got to decorate his Christmas tree so big I do day ahead big night ahead. Um, so yeah I think you went first last time so I'll, I'll yes. start us off here um, so I, I I did cheat a little bit this player is not currently in the NHL oh jeez Louise but um, there's a reason <laughs> why I picked this player okay okay okay. Uh, so in uh, March of 2020, this player was granted exceptional status for uh, the for juniors. Um, so he was able to play pr- pretty young. Um, he, I, I think I know who it is already. <laughs> <laughs> he got a hundred points for his junior team last year. Um, and he, he's going to be drafted in 2023. Oh, I thought I think I thought you were going Shane Wright, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be Connor Bedard, <laughs> former or potential future New York Ranger. So he plays nine minutes a night. Um, yeah, nice, nice, nice. He's a dog. Uh, my guy, he's Czech. Obviously, full disclosure, Chris and I talked about it for the podcast. We did not plan this before. We both forgot, so we're going on the fly here. And that's why you um, listen because we forget exactly. to do our own segments. Yeah, we suck. No <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Uh, this guy is 23 years old, Czech, 2017, 12th overall pick. He's on my fantasy team. Some people want him really badly, and he's a hurricane. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was, without, without that, I was like, it's yeah. probably Nietzsche's. <laughs> it is. Martin Nietzsche's. Jake, if you're listening. Shouts out, you're shouts out Jake just sending <laughs> god-awful trade after god-awful trade for him. Um, it's never I love you, him. but these trades – that they're getting they're getting ugly he got i will i will admit this is the fantasy corner now um he got dogged by someone um in in a potential trade not like he he declined it but i mean this is just an awful trade so they wanted tage thompson you know yeah guy is like top five in goals right now maybe top 10 yeah for uh he was gonna send it so they wanted tage thompson for um yuso parsonin Casey Middlestat and Anthony Duclair. <laughs> That's terrible. That is just like one of the worst trades I, I've, I've I think I've seen in a while. Parsner <laughs> um, is kind of a dog, but not anywhere in the same universe as Tage Thompson. Not even close. <laughs> That's crazy, um, dude. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I, I eventually bad. ended up declining his trade for. Uh, he wanted a uh, Bowen Byram. Who's who's um, currently out right now, and and I should have I had the ability to trade him over the summer, and I waited too long. I, I think I only had like an yeah. hour to trade him before that trade got. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I should have did it. You know, I, I'm my my team is on a heater this year in fantasy, obviously backed by Jason Robertson, but I can't even. I'm only winning by three points against the rebuilding Jake, so my guys got to pull away. This is a tough week for my guys. I am currently. I'm winning by four tenths of a point right now. It is sixty-four point <laughs> eight to sixty-four point four. 
People are probably so confused. These scoring metrics are so different than regular fantasy hockey. It's so <laughs> stupid. These guys can't go with the flow. There's some good matchups this week, though. I'm on a low scoring, low scoring streak, but we bounce back. Honestly, I wish I knew where I got Jason Robertson from. I could not tell you if it was the draft, free agency, but I love myself for whatever I got this guy. I think he drafted. I, I want to say you drafted him. Yeah, right? Like, when did I get this guy? Maybe like the first year I joined. Maybe I, I mean that was that was like after his rookie year, I think, or maybe it was his rookie year. I don't know. Um, yeah, but all right, we'll wrap it up a little shorter of an episode, but um, respectable. So, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, the Anchor app. Uh, you can find us pretty much everywhere. Um, Excuse me. Make sure you are uh, uh, following the podcast on Twitter um, at From Broad to Bell. Uh, Kevin tweets from there. I tweet from there. Our personal accounts yes. are linked from there. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll do another mailbag episode. Yeah. Uh, so so you know, uh, make sure make sure you're you're getting questions to us if we do that. But um, yeah, make sure you follow that account. Subscribe. Uh, leave us a five star review. Um, or leave us a five star rating. Write us a nice little review. Share the podcast with our, whoever you want to share it with. And um, and yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, the Rangers can put some points together here and there. And 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 we're having a different conversation Ooh. in about a month. But we will we will see. Hope not. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good all, right Jack, all the nice things I said about Sorokin. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, uh, Kevin. You got anything else? No, sir. All right, we will see everyone next week. Peace. Oh, my God.